This morning, on the stoop in front of my door was a small basket with incense burning, a few flowers, and a book saying happy every day. It seems obvious, but it's often a challenge. No, this was not left by a mysterious Easter bunny of kindness, but rather some people who keep an eye on me. You know, make sure I'm here. Make sure I'm existing. And last night I went to eat alone, as I want to do. And they said, we have chicken and rice and some peppery something or other. And I said, may I sit with you? And for a moment, I didn't feel lonely. I didn't feel invisible, which I often do. It's a little hard to get head around, perhaps, but through a few little readings of my own and some other poetic heroes, maybe I can explain. I told them the story of me, who is this rather eccentric, hermetic, <laughs> erstwhile poet that dwells amongst them. I told them. And now I'll sort of tell you, as it were. I've been in a room, I've felt suicidal. I've been depressed, I've felt awful, awful beyond all. But I've never felt that one other person could enter that room and cure what was bothering me, or that any number of people could enter that room. In other words, loneliness is something I've never been bothered with because I've always had this terrible itch for solitude. It's been at a party or at a stadium full of people cheering for something that I might feel loneliness. I'll quote Ibsen, the strongest men are the most alone. I've never thought, well, some beautiful blonde will come in here and give me a fuck job, rub my balls, and I'll feel good. No, that won't help. You know the typical crowd, wow, it's Friday night, what are you going to do? Just sit there? Well, yeah, because there's nothing out there. It's stupidity, stupid people mingling with stupid people, let them stupefy themselves. I've never been bothered with the need to rush out into the night. I hid in bars because I didn't want to hide in factories. That's all. Sorry for all the millions, but I've never been lonely. I like myself. I'm the best form of entertainment I have. Let's drink more wine.
alchemists confer with hypnotists. Varying days of bliss and malaise, I'm busy these days chasing dubbies away. When the ache nears, the break and light becomes a haze. Your soul is so faded, no hiding, so worn. The alchemists confer and deny the hypnotist's clinical opinions, retorting, he simply needs more magnesium injected into his bones. The past life regressions of painters, loafers, and pirates offer no evidence, only barroom stories when envisioning a distant yourself. Consider generating kinetic watts from my broken soul, frantic heart, and coiled brain. Anxiety, I've plenty to power all of Iowa, roller rinks and all. Mexican loneliness. And I am an unhappy stranger, grooking in the streets of Mexico. My friends have died on me, my lovers disappeared, my whores banned. My bed rocked and heaved by earthquake, and no holy weed to get high by candlelight and dream. Only fumes of buses, dust storms, and maids peeking at me through a hole in the door, secretly drilled to watch masturbators fuck pillows. I'm the gargoyle of Our Lady dreaming in space, gray mist dreams. My face is pointed towards Napoleon. I have no form. My address book is full of RIPs. I have no value in the void. At home without honor. My only friend is an old fag without a typewriter who, if he's my friend, I'll be buggered. I have some mayonnaise left, a whole unwanted bottle of oil. Peasants washing my skylight, a nut clearing his throat in the bathroom next to mine a hundred times a day, sharing my common ceiling. If I get drunk, I get thirsty. If I walk, my foot breaks down. If I smile, my mask's a farce. If I cry, I'm just a child. If I remember, I'm a liar. If I write, the writing's done. If I die, the dying's over. If I live, the dying's just begun. If I wait, the waiting's longer. If I go, the going's gone. If I sleep, the bliss is heavy. The bliss is heavy on my lids. If I go to cheap movies, the bedbugs get me. Expensive movies, I can't afford. If I do nothing, nothing does. You ask me why I want to return. You say those exact words. You know it's different now, and not sure how it works. Yeah, I understand the notion my old world's moved on, like the cast of a TV sitcom changing kernels for captains. The answer is simple if you'd pause for empathy. The work or tribes are not the point. It's what return means for coming back, I'll tell you, simply indicates I'm stronger, healed enough to leave home. Can ride the pony longer, almost long four years now, sure wasn't perfect before, stuck in a deep foggy haze now. I just need something more than doctors, appointments and bus rides, injections and pills, endured too many therapists and their quackery, mistaken strangers for best friends, I've lost too much than I can count parents, loves and pals, self-esteem and even a paycheck. Though to you, it looks so easy.
skinny white, leaping from the storm. The 2 a.m. moonlight fractures with the impact. The rocks below clarified by the glacial melt, jagged but deep enough for divers and explorers escaping ennui and malaise. On the shore, bobbing over rocks, shook freed from constraints, the absence reveals no barriers for the lubricious and clumsy. Emerging from the cold to stumble on the wretched shore where bullets won't start a fire. Only tinder and a spark is all I can stand.
uncomfortably lonely cabin porch. Hardback book, foggy, overslept hardback chair. Backpack hangs on a wooden peg, empty but for deja vu. Trembling hands, loosening clothes, fingers slipping underside the clasp. Coarse canvas dream and well-oiled leather boots with high arches moving away from here. Even before painting the rooms onto a circus tent, the tall poles cantilevered and kids with summer suntan lines on open feet. Saguaro sunset scenery flash by in a clackety thwack 16 millimeter print. Grandpa coughing, me jotting down unessentials, collecting pottery along the way. The movement is key, I recollect, while stopping still and tucking my boots under a hearty mantle of foreboding calm. thoughts. Maybe I should have provided a trigger warning due to some inappropriate by contemporary standards language in the works by Kerouac and Bukowski, but it's not like I can be unfaithful to their works and change their possibly, <laughs> possibly moderately offensive terminology. What can I say, you know? The rest of the work I will take responsibility for it since it was written by me. The second thing is, uh, like, don't worry about me. Like, I've been through, I've been through the fires. I've fallen off the cliff. I've lived deep down in the well, but I'm doing all right, you know. Certainly, it's very pleasant when folks reach out. But please, tell me about you. Tell me what you're excited about. Tell me what you're dreaming about. Tell me what you're up to. Don't ask me. How are you doing? Because it's a very difficult question to answer and one that I'm really trying not to dwell on, you know. And there's other ways to communicate besides a phone call, for the record. So there is your postcard from Gravely Beach, fondly, comma, Dave.